Hey, hey, welcome back. Purr, we purr. are here for what? Sacred Streets. Purr, purr, purr. And of course, I'm Kita. I'm Baba Chola. I'm Ubumbola. And today, we are talking about all things spirit. Catching the spirit, catching the Holy Ghost, getting the happy, possession, little spooky stuff. Mm -hmm. So let's go. All let's right. go. Um, well, I think I'll take this one because we are the drum uh, Anya people who help possession to come. Um, from a Yoruba, Yoruba and African spirituality perspective. Um, possession is when the spirit or a spirit um, or an energy is invited into a body. That energy enters the body through body points or parts and normally it comes in to change the person's being or it comes in to uh, give a message to the people that may be uh, around. This happens in the church with catching the spirit or the Holy Ghost. This happens um, just naturally. Sometimes women just have this ability to be possessed or get brushed, what they call brushed. It's like a light possession kind of thing. Um, it happens in many ceremonies where uh, music is just happening. More, more commonly uh, in uh, house music settings because the BPMs are at a certain uh, timing. Um, the bass is driving and the music doesn't give you much room to uh, leave the space or leave the energy. And so I've seen in, in certain dance parties where it's obvious the spirit is in the room and there's no shrine, no drum, no prayer. It's just the music and the energy. So um, I think possession can be defined to be a spiritual occurrence, but at the same time, I don't think it has to have a spiritual vehicle to come into a person or come into the room. Um, and that's that's just my lightweight take on it, just to sift the sand off a little bit, to expose um, the idea of possession. Um, but as a drummer, I've definitely seen where uh, somebody who wouldn't have the character, strength, or ability to do certain things when the spirit hits their body, it's obvious that it's another entity that's taking over this person's body. Mm -hmm. There was one lady who, years ago, she didn't drink, didn't smoke. She had to be maybe 120 pounds, real thin, small frame woman. And the ceremony was gone, drumming was gone, everything was gone. And when the spirit hit her, she started looking for liquor. She took a bottle of liquor, and turned it up until it was done. What? And afterwards wasn't drunk. Yeah. At all. It's coming. Wasn't drunk at all. Yeah. She couldn't remember what happened. She couldn't remember anything. But Ooh. yeah, it was it was amazing. This woman didn't drink. She I mean, she, she didn't do anything. And so 
after the ceremony, um, you know, a reading was done for her to find out what was that about. And uh, because she didn't have the um, experience to like hold the spirit, so to speak. So the priest had to go and kind of like divine to find out what was that spirit talking about or what did it want to convey to the, uh, to the group. And um, the message was very clear. It was real. It was relevant. Um, and it inspired her to go further in her spiritual journey. And like, she was a newbie, very new to the, to the situation, to the party, to the ceremony, to the culture. And um, she ended up getting initiated later on and becoming a priestess and a very good one. Um, so, you know, sometimes it could, it could come through um, um, the conjuring, through music, through energy, but sometimes it's just supposed to be. Um, because she wasn't dancing or anything. It was just, it just kind of happened to her. She was not uh, in the vibe. She was kind of in the background, sort of. Right. Kind of like that person we talked about in, in the last episode, like, well, I don't really know what to do, but I'm gonna just be back here. She was kind of like that, and just hitting like so. So that sounds terrifying. It, <laughs> it, it could be, it could be a little scary, but the thing is, when when that happens, you have to have people around who know what to do. Right. So could we use the term the steward of the membe? Steward of the membe. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. So like, well, steward of whatever ceremony going on. So when those people do have those experiences. People should be there that know how to assist them. You know, because sometimes some spirit can be violent. Not violent, as I'm saying. But you know, Aggressive. like... Right. Okay. Where they mm-hmm. might... Where they might... <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, when spirit takes over them, they fall. Got it. You don't want them to hit their head or roll into some shrines. Oh, or like the ushers do when... Yeah. Oh, you know. see, I don't know church. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. Good. okay, so you're yeah. Ursha. Uh, you been, baby. You feel yeah. What's up, Ursha? No, 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 why? Oh, you're Ursha or the Bimbe. It's usually the aunties of the church. Yeah. But, yes, right. but the same thing. Because I, I know very well, sure I know, my wife gets possessed to... <laughs> No end. Yes, I'm talking about very... And back. They won't leave her alone. No. Okay. You know it. You can't bring her to... Don't even bring her to the bed. Right. <laughs> no, seriously. And it's... It's... Like you said, it is not where she can sit... Like, my wife don't drink. She don't smoke. She'll sit down, smoke a cigarette. So you know she's possessed. She'll come out like, like, yeah, baby, you smoke the damn cigarette. <laughs> and... Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, possession is 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 a part of our tradition. Now, okay, so let let's let's go back a little bit. Okay, let's talk about because I I was there when the walk of your wife to where she is now began. He was he was there from the beginning, and the very you're talking first about position. like begin like nobody no, knew nobody knew mm-hmm. that she had it. She didn't know she had it. Nobody knew she had it. And next thing you know, it was so strong really? that you couldn't you couldn't deny it. You you had to pay attention to what is this? Because if we don't figure out what this is, she could hurt herself or somebody. Right. 
because you could tell that when she goes there, she don't have no control over her body. Okay. And so with time, over with training and practice and uh, finding her tools to use and the things that she needed, now, yeah. when it comes, she has her things that she uses. And I, I remember, I remember when 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 my brother passed, she had a message from him for me. Wow. And even before that, she had a message from my grandfather for me. Like these people don't know my grandfather. He passed years ago. Many years ago. Okay. And like we don't talk about him like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And when she came to my house and told me what she what told she was me. saying, telling me like, hey, you need to call uh, about, I need to talk to him. I'm like, what the hell? You know, <laughs> not saying it like that, right, but right, right, right. almost in urgency. Yeah. When she like, look, man, I got a message for that man. And this shit driving me crazy because they won't stop telling me that I need to tell him. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know. It ain't my business because we already know. Like I told you, the, the conversation between you and your spiritual teacher is like between you and your daughter. Mm-hmm. That ain't nobody business. That's between, oh no, that ain't nobody business. That's between you and them. So, well, since it was my business, I'm going to expose it. <laughs> she said, you need to take a Miller beer, which is what he drank. You know? Wow. And a soup. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Say, granddad on the guy. That's all he drinks. Miller High Life, the gold can. Okay. But the, but the deep part was the soup. <clears throat> because me and him ate soup together. Oh. That was that was one of our things, you know. He bought cookies that he knew I would steal off the cookie jar. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't eat cookies like that. And so that was one of our things. Soup, cookies, and coffee, right? Okay. And so I ended up doing it, and I even called my family. Mm-hmm. Called my cousins, called my mother, called my aunties. Like, hey, you know, I got a message that we need to do this for, for granddad. You know, we call him daddy. You do this for daddy and... You know, everybody do this at home. Um, you know, we can, you know, do it together. And then we light the candle. We do it. All my, uh, my family are Christian. Um, but they they understand. They've accepted and even adopted some of my African religious ancestral practices. Not the Orisha things, but the ancestral practices. And so we all did it. And we all had our results. Thank you. And that, I want to say Peppermint was in there too. I, just, I don't remember, but... The thing she said put out for him was spot on. And secondly, all of us had our different result from us doing that at our individual shrines. I mean, they don't have shrines, but they would just put out things for him here and there. And and yeah, so I saw when her spirit first came and took over the body where she couldn't even control it, where you look like, what the hell going on with her? And how she get that that fast? Like, and so you know that she had it for years. It was just laying dormant. Yeah. Until it, she got a setting that the spirits were comfortable 
with exposing themselves. They knew they had a platform to talk and they had a platform to come through her. Okay. And that was through her introduction to, introduction to African spirituality. Up to this point today where she has like control over it. Okay. And she'll sit and tell you this, tell you that, tell you this, tell you that. Well, she's got a card. You can get wow. her card and hire her for her spiritual work. Cause she's okay. bad too. And so like, you don't have to be a priest to have that because most people have it. It's just how you interpret your dreams, how you interpret your visions, uh, your goosebumps, whenever mm -hmm. things are going on, those type of situations. Um, and another thing is I would have been uh, remiss if my ego would not have allowed a beginning student to spiritually give me advice being a 25-year experienced priest. Because, mm. yeah, like, it didn't cross my mind. I know that. This is my family, you know what I mean? And whatever she say, of course. But there are some places where if a person is new, and they have the spirit or they have the gift, there are places where people who have experience won't accept that message wow. because they're not initiated or they're not whatever they're not, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and that's just, you know, I don't know why I thought about that, but it's just interesting because- No, I think, no, no, no. Well, I'm glad your Ori led, to, led you to say that because somebody might hear what you're saying, but like, like you said that, Cause you know us as men, you know our ego is that's us. Mm -hmm. We full ego driven. Mm -hmm. So yeah, for you to say that, man, down that was that was a vulnerable moment for real to say to say that that mm -hmm. you know your ego didn't drive you for not, and I ain't saying it cause of my wife. You know mm -hmm. it just cause mm -hmm. you said it like damn that was up like yo yeah that could have been a thing. That could be a thing that stopped my family. That's in Detroit. These people in Detroit, Christian, you know, mm -hmm. that that have access Shout to, out to the 313. 313. <laughs> it's so cold in the deep. Hey. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it would have stopped my family from getting their messages because yeah. I was the portal person. Well, she was the portal person yep. that talked to a portal person from my family that allowed them to get the spiritual messages that they needed through my interaction with African spirituality here in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. I remember when so like that and people like, I remember so like that and people like, hey, why don't folks read? <laughs> and yeah, watch your wife, bro. <laughs> well, how do you she know? She know everything. Yeah. <laughs> she right. see everything. She know, she know everything. I mean, so hey, I mean, you know. But how do you, how do you keep the spirits you want Bringing the messages, how do you let them in, and how do you keep the bad ones out? Well, I'll, I'll, once you become a receptacle for whatever, well, it's the same. It's the same. Which is the same with your life. You know how how do you how do you keep your your everyday life at a peaceful balance? You stay positive. You interact with positive people. You do positive things, and normally that turns back around. It's the same in the spiritual world, like. Mm -hmm. When you're conjuring positive spirits all the time, in most cases, you're gonna get that kind of result. 
What you put out is what you're going to get. Um, there are cases where uh, disgruntled, because I wouldn't say negative. Okay. Because no spirit is negative. Even death is not negative. Sickness, those are all, those are all, um, uh, Ola Damari created or God mm -hmm. created. Mm -hmm. And so you may get some disgruntled spirits. And so that's up to the person that is interacting with the spirit the medium. Yep. to say, not to shun that spirit or say, oh, rebuke that spirit. No, like, what, what do you want? Mm. What do you need? Okay. Why are you disgruntled? My wife used the term boundaries. Okay. That's healthy. Yeah. That's really healthy. To add on to what yeah. Bob was saying, she, she said, yeah, you know, I get them boundaries. I don't go too deep into what my wife called, not saying it in a bad way, but like, she don't need to read me. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. they're my wife. I feel you. I feel you. That's who do my reads. And she'll tell you, like, no, nah, we, we separate ourselves from it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So what what place does trance come in? I'm more familiar with trance. I think I'm more comfortable with trance because I feel like with trance, you still have a bit of control. Mm -hmm. I thought I I would think the opposite. I because I look at I look at it as brushed. Okay. Brush meaning it's a certain level. The, the spirit hits you and you feel it. All right. Then possession is when it's it's in your body and it's moving. For long. Trance is when you become one oh. with that spirit. So I'm gonna just give you a and, and I can only speak for what I know. You know, I don't I've been a Babalawu since 2002. I've been a drummer as long as I can remember. Um, yeah, really, since I was 14. And so I've seen the drum take somebody from brushed into what I would see as far as like trance, uh, from a dance class to a Kwanzaa, to a bembe, to a tambour, to different ceremonies that I've been to. Even, even in, um, we used to drum for this uh, group, um, uh, maybe you've heard of them. They're called Bifall. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So there was this brother I, that I used to do business with. He's a Bifall. His mission was to spread the idea of Bifall uh, tradition in the States. And he did it. Um, and because we were great drummers, he would invite us to his ceremonies. Mm -hmm. We would go play for his ceremonies. And this was straight Islam, but it was, mm -hmm. it was a, a orthodox African-based Islam that the brothers wore dreads and they wore their patchwork and their their prophet was Sheikh Ahmed Dubamba, you know, this blacks, you know, it was a whole African thing. So I was with it. Um, but I've seen even there where you start drumming, next thing you know, somebody's possessed and in trance. And so I, I think that the trance is when, when the spirit and the person becomes one and they start to interact. Mm -hmm. And the person loses the body, but they still are somewhat in control. I've seen that in, in dance. So when we're playing um, uh, Bata in particular, and that's the drums where, that's the Yoruba sacred drums where it's, you sit them on your lap, it's two sides to it, it's three drums. So it's like six drums playing at once. Okay. It's, it's like the ultimate polyrhythm sinking. Um, 
normally when a person is dancing at first the brushing comes and a drummer has to be watching this we have to we have to be aware the drummer and the singer have to be aware of the brushing the possession and then the trance so the brushing is when you see somebody start to like yep <laughs> you know you're like you're like oh, get out of here something's happening <laughs> and so, and so, an experienced group of drummers will say, "Okay, that person right there, you know, you're playing. You're saying, take that one to the back, or no, look, hey, sure. like, hey, we got somebody up here that needs some help, you know." And then the possession comes when the spirit is in their body, and they're starting to move. Trance is when they start doing the dances of the Orisha. So I think, in, in, in my perspective, a trance can be achieved when a person has trained in the idea of possession. Mm, okay. Right? Okay. So so the p possession is it's in you, but the trance is you're doing the dances of the Orisha now. Got it. You're not just moving. You're you're intentionally conjuring and moving the Orisha. Then you go over and start cleaning people. Interesting. And start saying stuff to people. That's that's kind of how I look at at like trance. Um <laughs> And that you have to you have to take people out the room to bring them out of that. Okay. And don't just leave. That's what I was gonna ask. Like possession. Do they just put like like all right, no, my no, no. is done? I guess you're unpossessed. Possession. No possession. <laughs> possession. Sometimes you can stop the song. Okay. And then the spirit will just back up. You know they won't leave. Mm -hmm. They'll just back up. Trans. You can stop the song. The person will still be there. You have to take them out the room. Oof. To to get to get that off, um, and yeah, it's, it gets really intense. The room gets real hot. Um, it gets muggy, and and all of the spirits that want to come, they come. So the room is full of spirits, not just the one we're calling. All of the ones that's around them, the egg bays that's around them. The agoon or the ancestors so of the person. They have their own spiritual cookout. And it's like, like, hey, and like, and, and like that. that. And like we got, and like, like that. And like we got some video where they was drumming in some in some bimbays, like, and you look at the camera and you can see the spirit jumping from person to person. Wow, that's true. Can we find that video? I mean, I kind of don't want to see it, like. <laughs> What I gotta do? Yeah, I'm curious. It happens all the time. Yeah, it happens all the time. All right, so we have. I I, I know. I'm I'm mean to cut y'all. So I know for sure one video out there when we was at the old temple of the veterans. It was your old doom when at Obatala we y'all saw for Obatala that year. I don't know what I think. Oh, the last year. You know which one, you know which one I'm talking about. Was a crowd of people. Everybody was jumping. Yes, I got that video. And you can see it. Yeah, I still got that video. Y'all want to see it? <laughs> we gonna, gonna roll the clip. <laughs> oh yeah, so that'd be a good time to roll that clip because I have it. I, ha I have, I have that video. All right, so we have brush. You have possession. You have trance. Where does mounting come in? Is it the same thing as possession, or is that something totally different? Well, I think I think people use those interchange those words. Okay, mounting. The mounting is when it's when the trance is coming after the possession. It's the mounting. I would say mounting would be before the trance. Um, 
Yeah, because the mounting normally happens here in the back of the neck. Yep. Okay. And so an experienced Akpong or a singer is watching all of that. Like, where where is the spirit entering the body? Because mm -hmm. if, if, if a person's doing this, then they've been mounted. Because they jerk. Ooh. So okay. yeah, all that's language. And so, I mean, yeah. Like, I'm music is, is such a spiritual science when it comes to the drum. This thing is, oh my God. And I done seen some sisters be like, mm -hmm. you see, they be like, like get off my back. Like, yeah. like so oh. riding. Yeah. Well, on that note. Well, brothers too, I didn't. Mm -hmm. Yep. Can you can you say I I I don't want to be mounted. I don't want to be possessed. Can, is there something to okay? <laughs> yeah. You, okay, you can say it. Like, will they respect it? Like, can you stop? No, I don't think so. Oh. No. I, when it's your time, it's your time. Oh yeah. my gosh! Don't say it like that. Sounds <laughs> like this is, yeah. We keep it at one thousand. When Colt say, <laughs> when it's your time, it's your time. So how do you get people to not? Fear it then, because I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, I'm creeped out. I don't, again, I don't want to be again. Pissed. It's the stewards. Yeah, it's how it's how the people are taken care of. Okay, when that happens, because everybody's watching. When that happens, everybody's looking at that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's how the priests respond, how they care for the person, how they look afterwards, like all that. I won't say lessens the fear, but it 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 desensitizes us to what that is. Because normally, you only see that on National Geographic. You only see that on uh, some kind of like hoodoo voodoo. Right. You know, but really, it's really a beautiful thing once you break it down. Um, and so it's important to have people who are treating it as normal, mm -hmm. um, treating it as we are caring for a person and later on in the possession, this person is special. Okay. The ceremony goes around that person now, or not the person, the spirit. Right. And so, but that's just like Baba went the when, when the older ladies get hit, get possessed in the church, they come out with the white sheets. Yeah. Right. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go with the secret syncretization again. Now I would go as far as to say that in the church or ask, let's say far as, let's say ask, is the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit, is that the ancestors? Is that Egbe? Is it the opportunity for ancient African spirits to enter? Because the because the music and the drum, the, the call and response, once 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 that leaves the earth, it becomes energy. Well, well, well. Most Christians I've talked to basically says the Holy Ghost is its own is its own entity. Mm -hmm. I even thought it was Jesus. Really? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, bro, you getting possessed with Jesus? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how the hell you getting possessed with Jesus? <laughs> but in my mood, you know, meeting more people, more mature conversations, they would say. Like, no, I ain't Jesus. <laughs> they be like, I heard that one. The Holy Ghost. That's what I thought. I yeah, was sorry. You right. I want to read Christian, so I thought folks will get possessed with Jesus. They say, basically, like you say, Baba, the Holy Ghost is his own entity. Because you got to think when they say Jesus, Holy Ghost, and the Father. Mm -hmm. They show you he his own, mm -hmm. is his own entity, yeah, spirit. 
But is that a way to explain what they couldn't explain? Is that a, was that a way to to kind of define something that they didn't have a definition for? You know, like yeah. Well, the that's Holy kind Ghost, of just, you know, well, the Holy Ghost is in black churches, well, Southern churches. That's what I'm saying. Some white people, cause they shit like they get possessed too in their churches. So, like, of course, you know, the Catholics, they, St. Joseph, St. Like, they don't get... They, now, spirit possession is not, is not the dedicated for... Yeah, it's, it, I, don't, I don't think that, that spirit possession is only for us because when the drum is going, when the call and response is going, when people are in the same uh, intention, they're gathered... They have the same focus. That's when the spirit, the door of the spirits can open. Open right up. You know? So, um, I mean, I don't know the answer to that question. I'm just throwing it out. Um, you know, I, I practice, um, practice some kind of African spirituality all my life. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's too similar to not have uh, that kind of connection. Well, think about instruments. We know what the happy music sound like. Dun, 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 you know what I mean? So you know it's coming. It's like, yeah. all right, I'm getting happy. Yeah. I'm yeah. getting happy. Yeah. You know, but you just said it. You're at the bend there, right? Yes. It's the same <laughs> rhythm. <laughs> yeah. It's the same rhythm. So, yeah. you know, you know, the, they get on the organ. So basically, like what you say, go back to the science. It's mm-hmm. basically the rhythm. Because you... When you think about it, look, the, the drone, you got the war drone. If you time to go to war, you can bam, boom, that shit get in you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's speak about call and response, because we see that in the black church, we see it in black culture. We see it when we're dancing, we're out having fun. Somebody hype you up, hey, 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 you know what I mean? Or it's mm-hmm. like you put something out there, they got to throw it back. You know, yeah. you see these traces of culture. Does that play a part in hyping you up and getting getting your spirit ready, opening you up? And oh, that, that's that's as African as it can be. Absolutely. And, and let me go. Hold on. Let me go back to the drawing. All right. For a second, we can go back to the. It, it go hand in hand. So you know, like the drum is a staple. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a staple in black culture. I said, what you talking about, Obo? Because when you think about hip hop, shout out to hip hop, 50 years of hip hop, <laughs> is James Brown drummer, they say, well, James Brown drummer created the boom back sound really? that birthed hip hop, which is Give the Drummer Song. Mm-hmm. So on the Give the Drummer Song, Funky Drummer, funky drummer that's the birth of hip hop. Boom, bang. So, Facts. We, our master drummer right here is making hip hop rhythms. <laughs> that was <laughs> your cue. <laughs> <view. laughs> oh. <laughs> but that's, that, that. Bye. I'm thinking about James Brown, like, damn. You took me back to 83, like 84, right. like. The drum wow. is, the drum is wow. the staple of black culture. Mm-hmm. And the piano is the staple of popular culture. Mm. <laughs> so, 
But the call and response, man, you know, hey, oh, hey, any call and response. God's good. All the time. All the time. Call and response. Living my life like it's golden. Living my life like it's golden. If you say it to any person, they're going to say, like it's golden every time. It's like, blah, 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 blah. You have to do it. Um, yeah. And, 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 the, and the person that is actually leading the call and response is a griot. Mm. Yeah, it's a griot. And when you, when you look at it in a ritual setting, that person is navigating those songs to curate an energy. Okay. If you look at if you look at um, the Mardi Gras Indians, they have a culture that they have been keep have, have kept for many years. But when I went and did some drumming with them some years ago, uh, big ups to the Congo Nation, um, big ups to Fayaya, big ups to uh, all the family. Um, yeah, uh, they have a call and response that they do like a freestyle type thing Oof. where they going through talking about the big chief, you know, and they just going off talking about the big chief, this big chief, that big, and dude just kind of freestyle how dope or how bad his chief is. And people in the back just calling and response the whole time. And these brothers and sisters march all day in costume with call and response energy and drumming. <laughs> All day. And so the first time I went, I realized I wasn't built for it. Like, after three hours, I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like, uh, are we breaking? Like, no, we going to Canal Street. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> are we driving or are we walking? <laughs> no, we're walking. Y'all got it. But the spirit was there. Like, they were so used to conjuring that spirit up by the call and response and the drum. And the masquerade, all that together mm. created an energy of uh, tirelessness. Shout out to Jukunu. <laughs> and so I've seen it in action, not in, 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 in social settings, spiritual settings, even, even in clubs. Mm -hmm. When the DJ starts to go back and forth with the crowd, the energy goes up. Well, yeah. Throw your hands in the air and wave like you just don't care. Like those those type of of uh, cultural, I want to say I, I want to use the word proverbs or parables because it's really that important to us. Um, those are things that give us energy, that that create a place for us to let go of stress. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a platform for healing that. We just created in our neighborhoods, you know what I mean? And so looking looking back at it from a person that's practiced these uh, rituals through African spirituality, when you look back, you're like, yo, we've been doing this shit all the time. And we've been, been, been doing it. And then it's the way we celebrated the death, too. Celebrated our yep. death. Like you said, it, it ain't nothing to be feared about. That's part of the second line. When you look at it, the drummers, hold your body. The gun, what the, the guys in Ghana right now. Mm -hmm. The same thing the folk doing the oil and they doing Ghana. Mm -hmm. All right. It's the same thing. Believe me. Mm -hmm. And so and so those those are the tools that create the energy that create what we know as possession. Drum, uh, syncretized intention, 
uh, one mission or one goal or, you know, something in mind that we all co connect on, then that's going to ignite the mediums. Okay. Then the mediums catch the spirit. Yep. And they do what they do with it. Mm -hmm. um, now, the difference is, in just in our regular everyday lives, we don't have the stewards of the community, mm -hmm. you know, to, to deal with these people. So some of those spirits lay dormant, like back to your wife. Like, like she had that the whole time, but it wasn't ignited until there was a comfortable setting for mm -hmm. the spirit to show. Right. So how many people be at the party... And they spirit want to come, but won't come. Because, like, when I come, then what? They're going to drink it off and, you know, and do they, nothing with it. You they, know? They tripping. Yeah. I think they're crazy or something like that. Yeah. 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 And so. That would be me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. It's over. It's kind of. What's happening to I've me? I lost it. Well, now we know when we start doing a ceremony that. We gotta watch you. I'm gonna be outside. It's like, mm -hmm. no, no, you gotta come no. in and give it a place. That don't work. That don't work. No spectators. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say it. You can't be in the back. It's gonna come if it's coming. It's yeah. Coming. Well, so. you gotta be ready for it. I mean, you wouldn't. You wouldn't even be in this arena if some of that wasn't for you. Everything. Everything that we do is destined. And you. Yeah, we'll see. We don't know because nobody knows, but we'll see. So, but if or when it happens, people will be there to definitely help. take care of you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So, so far, y'all have mentioned women. Mm -hmm. Women getting this and that. Women, women, women. Yes. So, what's up with the men's this? Well, the huh. men aren't being... Men closest. don't have wounds. Okay. They don't have the 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 spiritual makeup of women. I mean, I'm just keeping it, honey, you know. Women are more intuitive spiritually than men. Um, we have our thing. I'm not gonna say it on on camera, but we have our thing that puts us puts it in balance. But women do have a better connection to the universe through their womb, and so when the tools of possession start to be used, whether it be drum, whether it be song, whether it be chanting, whether it be whatever, um, um. Women catch the spirit a little bit easier, in my experience. I think women are more open as well, because men are guarded. You know, our job is to um, not be vulnerable in certain situations. So that keeps us at a place where we're not allowing spirit to enter. Uh, on top of that, uh, um, from a priest perspective, some men that are destined to be babalawos don't possess. Some men who are destined to be conductors of spirit don't possess. I won't just say drummers because uh, let's use a DJ, for example. You know, a DJ probably won't get possessed, most likely. Because he hear everything because way he, different. He's the one <laughs> that's moving the spirit in the party. Yes. Okay. So he's not going to... Oh. He's not going to get possessed and lose the energy because then he's a horrible DJ. <laughs> a drummer's not going to drum and get possessed and then stop playing. Roll because they, the nah. Right. Bro, you never you ever, you ever seen that? No. no. Exactly. So I, I think I think it's a thing where men are not in our rightful places. 
we are not, um, we haven't been introduced to some of our uh, responsibilities in spirit interaction. And, you know, we're just not familiar. So that's going to keep us like this all the time. We'll, we'll be in, we'll be a part of, but when possession comes, we kind of like, you need me to grab something? Yep. Need me to use my muscles? <laughs> you know, like, we're not thinking about us getting possessed. We're not even, a lot of us feel like it, it can't even happen to us. And this is questions I've asked personally to men. Like, like, no, I can't get possessed. But like, no, you probably can. Yeah. They're like, no, I can't. And sometimes they are right. They are right. According to what their destiny is. If you're a babalawo, you cannot get possessed. What about children? Children? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. If baby David come up to me like, Mom, I have a message. I'm like, get this yeah. child over here. <laughs> Yeah. You don't float in. Oh. <laughs> well, how the hell you get up there fun? Right. Mommy. Right. Mother. I haven't The power ball. No. Look, the power ball no more. I ain't dealing with it. Now, now, power Three, one, five. Seven, two, seven. We need to break out of the mom. We can have a cookie now. Please. I'm tired. I'm famished. Well, it looks like it looks like David is on the way to being a person that cannot be possessed because he's under the drum now. Like oh, he's, snap. He's training under the drum. You're right. So if if he continues that role, if that's his destiny, then most likely he probably won't get possessed. Because there's another there's another priesthood called Anya. Okay. This is the priest of the drum. Oh. These people, well, we. Um, <laughs> he said he'd be right, like, 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 <laughs> those people, <laughs> those Anya people, but they are responsible for the caretaking of the sacred drums, the um, music, meaning song, um, drumming, shaker, bell. Gadoo all the different drums that we play to yep. to worship the Orisha. We are responsible for um, the caretaking of that culture. It's a whole culture in itself. Okay. Um, and in that, the Anya priest cannot get possessed. Okay. So if you are a person who has been possessed before, that disqualifies you from being Anya. All right. All right. Because... You have to have your full wits okay. to be able to play these drums. Because they are very, very powerful. So powerful. Okay. And so imagine if you're playing and somebody gets possessed. If you can get possessed, it'll it'll get you. Sometimes we call it, we we have this thing that we call, uh, um, it's called Baboop on You. When you're playing the drum, sometimes the drum will even yeah. throw you in a small little frenzy sort of. Not a possession, but if you don't focus, the drum will have you kind of like in the air a little bit. Okay. And you can lose yourself. Wow. And I've been playing drums over 30 years. It still happens. Kind of like in soul, where you really in your zone? Yeah. Okay. And I say, oh, Bobby. 
Because he's young. He eat Obal songs out. He's All young. All the time. Yeah. I'm talking about he go in like, damn, is he here? You got to bring him back. But, um, you got to be like, hey, 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 we're on here. We're on plan. So in my mind, that's trans. When I think of the word trans, that's trans for me. So maybe I'm using or I'm thinking of the word trans in a very different way. You mean like the drummer going to a it place? It could be anything. It could be a person who's doing something that they really, like I said, in soul. No. When you get wrapped into it, you, you lose I'm, yourself. I'm it's you like yeah. you're in autopilot and you're somewhere else. Yeah, I always think of trans as something that you have to be shaken out of. Like, you know, you just can't come out of it. And a drummer can easily come out of it. If you just kind of like look around, mm -hmm. okay, you'll be back. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's 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 very powerful. It's very euphoric. And you can get wrapped up in that, but you won't get possessed, so to speak, where you yeah. lose the rhythm or you lose control of what's going on in, this, in the ceremony. Are there any rhythms? Specifically, <laughs> you feeling it over This here. is a music show. Yeah, <laughs> apparently, are there any rhythms that you know? Oh yeah, somebody's going. Somebody's going under. Listen, listen. he knows them. Listen, it's about telling you. Listen, I done seen this man. Listen. <laughs> this is getting good. Maybe not. No, maybe not. Oh, I'm wait, not gonna wait. play it. Okay, but great. Let, let me <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you how far Let me tell you how far it goes. I be I done been standing in the back like oh no. here, here it comes. So he started going in. I'm like normally normally we're playing depending on the ceremony. Normally we're playing the same rhythm through the whole ceremony. So like if you play what's called a guido, that's a that's a okay. Let me let me let me just explain because we've been saying bembe a lot. We've been saying that word a lot. Yeah. We've said tambor. We've said these words a lot. And so just to clarify, a bembe. In its traditional, it, the word is a drum, right? Okay. A bembe is an actual drum. It's it's a square, well, it's a square shape, round head, another head on the bottom, and you kind of beat it like this. All right. That's a bembe drum. Um, we call the bembe the ceremony because, like, in in Cuba. They call the ceremony tambor. Okay. That means drum. So you kind of say, I'm going to a drum. That means you're going to a spiritual ceremony where people mm -hmm. are going to be dressed up, the shrine's going to be there, food, drinks, people, da, 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 risha, blah, blah, blah. That's a drum. But when you're doing a bembe, you're playing a certain rhythm. Okay. When you're playing a guido, you're playing a certain rhythm. That's mm -hmm. the whole way through. And... During that ceremony, you sing different songs to the Arisha. Okay. Over that same rhythm. Hearing that rhythm for a whole two hours straight puts you in a right. certain place anyway. Because it's consistent. Um, and so to answer your question, yes. When I see somebody come in the room, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. I know your song. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know your song. I know who your Arisha is. I know what song gets you possessed. Oh this song, we sing this, y'all two won't get possessed together every time. Like, <laughs> no. I won't tell you anything. Yeah. So, yes, we do know what rhythm to play 
mm-hmm. or how to play the rhythm when we get to that Orisha. When that person comes to the front, we know which song is going to be the one that ignites their Orisha. Okay. And so it's up to the musicians to say, are we going to have a, a party full of possessions today? Oh, or are we going to keep it lightweight? Oh, boy. And normally we like, no lightweight. Let's go hard. Let's go hard. Yeah, so it's 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 very intentional. It's crafted to ensure that the Orisha come to the party. That's what the that's what the bembe or the tambor or the guido, whatever, or the anya, whatever we're playing, that's what it's about. We want the spirit to come. We gather all the people. Yeah. Then we play so that the Orishas and the ancestors can come into the room and party with us. Got it. And when they come, we show them love, we sing to them, we we show them praise, and they bless us. And then they leave. So, yeah, it's very, very intentional. And, yes, we do know um, the people who have the experience in possession. Because there's people like, it's about a lot of people who come. There's two sisters who come. They've been in tradition 15 years or so. Okay. And... When we sing these particular songs, yep. they out of here. <laughs> and they know, they, they like, wow, we doing it today. You know we doing it today. You know we doing it today. Yes, we doing it today. It's going down. It's going down. Yeah. And they they there for it. We there for it. And hopefully the people who are there at the ceremonies are there for it. So, yeah, it's very intentional. It's very crafted. It's African science. And we use the drum, the song, the bell, the shake array, all those instruments to make sure that we don't leave this party without getting some spirit to come holla at us. If, if, if that don't happen, it's a dud ceremony. Oh boy. That's how I look at it, as a drummer. Like, it's a dud if we don't get somebody to be at least brushed. Okay. At least. Well, I think on that note. <laughs> You'll be next. Oh, my God. <laughs> we ending this episode now. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's your next ceremony. The next ceremony. Oh, oh my boy. My favorite was on Bullets. <laughs> uh, the John Flair Club. Van Dem, you are next. <laughs> you are up next. So, audience. So, next time. <laughs> there might be some video of me floating around, but I'm going to be outside. Nah, it ain't going to be no video. We keep that. Inside. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's what we have today on the spirit, the possession, and catching the Holy Ghost, catching the spirit. Um, For those of y'all who are watching us, won't you go ahead and drop some comments about some experiences you've had with trance, possession, brush. Um, And if you're listening, do same. Reach out, like, share. We want to know your experiences as well. This is this us and round, just, you know, kicking and laughing about this and, and, and learning. But we want to learn from you as well. That's right. Um, all right. If y'all ain't got nothing else. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Thank you.